all the nutrition information out there today. Everything's conflicting, completely confusing. How are we supposed to be healthy if even the experts can't agree? This is Outspoken Nutrition. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, and we're going to break it all down. Hey guys, welcome. Happy Friday. I was at an event yesterday. I had this epiphany moment on my drive home. So at this event yesterday, we were talking about snacking healthy and we were sharing some nutrition tips and everything like that. And a woman came over to me and was explaining that she recently started a keto diet and her main goal was to lose weight. And then she proceeded to kind of just list a lot of excuses on why it wasn't working. A lot of times I see this happening with clients is they get down this path of excuses. For me as a coach, it's been really frustrating. It's actually one of the reasons why I actually stopped private one-on-one coaching a few years ago because I didn't know how to handle the excuses Part of me internally was like, come on, girl, you got to pull your shit together. You want this. Go for it. Fight for it. Just don't give up. And I found so many clients just giving up and things weren't working and I was frustrated. I was internalizing it as I was failing. And and I just realized at that point that private coaching for me wasn't healthy And I did better in a corporate atmosphere and coming in, giving information and and going about to the next company. And I've been tossing around the idea of bringing my private coaching back because I do think I really did enjoy coaching. There was a certain set of people that I really, really loved being a coach. And I've been thinking more and more about it and going back to that. A set of people that really want nothing more to achieve their goal. And I really kept thinking the excuses were getting in the way until yesterday. And like I said, this woman was talking to me about the keto diet. She started going on the excuses and I kind of just stopped her right there. And I said, what attracted you to the keto diet? I mean, there's a hundreds of different dietary theories out there. All of them, for the most part, can help someone lose weight at some portion. But why keto? And she kind of looked at me. She gave me this like half cocked look like, what do you mean why keto? And she was like, well, that's what everybody's doing. And I realized she didn't choose the keto diet because it fit her or fit her lifestyle or fit something within her. She chose it just because everybody else was doing it. So where I was kind of pulled down into this list of excuses, I realized These excuses are being said because she didn't set her goal correctly. She set the goal to lose weight. She said she was going to do it by a keto diet, but there was no plan of action. There was no what if happens. And what I mean by that is this woman had a super busy life. You know, keto can be rather particular for different things. And I know busy people that have done great on keto, but for her, it just didn't seem like it would work and she really liked fruit and taking fruit out really kind of it set her up because now one of her favorite foods to eat were just taken away so she was saying that she was having some sugar cravings and all this well you took that fruit away and she's like well I'm allowed berries but the problem is I'm allergic to berries well then that's not that's not gonna work and 
you know, we talked about different things and it really made me realize that our goal setting is is wrong. So let's talk about some goal setting. What are some ways to set a goal that's going to be successful for us? I worked in corporate. We went through this whole SMART goal training. I don't know if any of you out there, if you have gone through a SMART goal training, but it's basically, it's a way we set up goals to make them achievable. And so SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Timely. And the one thing with this is a lot of times we will set a goal, let's say it's to lose weight. Okay, we're going to lose weight, but what does that mean? And actually, anytime I used to have clients come to me that would ask me, well, I want to lose weight. Well, why? There's got to be a reason behind I just want to lose weight because there's tons of diets out there that you could lose weight really quickly. You can reach their goal, but I'm pretty sure your goal is to not lose 20 pounds and then gain 30 back six months later. And unfortunately, a lot of the diets that are out there, those crash type diets, that's essentially what's going to happen. Or we're on a diet that's really strict on carbs. We lose the weight and we're good for a short while, but then every week we add in a few more carbs here, a few more carbs there. Next thing we know, we're back to our original weight or inching into our original weight or maybe even exceeded our original weight and wondering, well, what the hell happened? Well, what happened was you took carbs out of your diet, you lost the weight and slowly over time you added them back in and you're back where you sat. You didn't make any lasting changes. And that's where a lot of the SMART goals come in. They're specific, they're measurable, they're achievable. So something like maybe a keto diet, if you really like fruit, being on a keto diet, yes, you might lose weight initially, but if you start adding all that fruit back in, it might not be realistic to hold it, to hold you to that goal weight that you worked so hard to get to. And the other one is timely. Um, a lot of us don't put time frames around our goal. And this is where oftentimes we'll hear people about goal setting, like give me small goals. Give me something to make it measurable. Like how are you going to get there? And then some of the other issues we have with goals is they're not flexible. They might not be meaningful to your life or fit into your values um, or even play to your strengths. And what happens if shit hits the fan? You know, there are days, let's say, again, going back to this keto example, what do we do? You have a really crazy day. You have to run around, you're working, and you have little to no time to prepare food. What's your game plan? And a lot of times this is where diets fall. There's no game plan for when shit hits the fan. And I talk about this with a lot of my clients is, when we talk about it, tell me what your craziest day is going to look like and tell me how you're going to survive it. And I have, for me personally, when my day goes to hell, there's a few, for me specifically for food, there's a few fallback plans. One, there's a box of macaroni and cheese. If all hell breaks loose and I'm stuck on calls, my husband's stuck on calls, no one's going to have time to cook the kids dinner. My girls can make mac and cheese. And generally, there's some kind of chicken nugget in the freezer. 
that's going to be dinner. They're going to feed themselves. They're going to feed their younger brother. That's what's going to go on. Now, what is my dinner going to look like? Well, I generally have some kind of salad or frozen soups in the freezer. So my, oh my God, I need food now is going to be taking one of those frozen soups out of the freezer, defrosting it, whether I'm using a microwave, a pot, quickly defrost it, throwing it in a coffee mug and back on my conference call. You have to have that game plan because shit's always going to hit the fan. And you have to make sure that your plan that you're following, your goals that you're setting is allowing that flexibility. And for me, it's still keeping with my values. I value the, the need for vegetables. So for me, having those soups, those heavy veggie soups, I'm still allowing me to have my vegetables. Now, if you heard what I just said, I fed my kids, you're not, there's not a vegetable there. Now, granted, a lot of times the macaroni and cheese I buy them is some of the protein mac and cheese. So you have um, lentils or chickpeas. So it's a little bit better, but you know what? They can miss a vegetable at night that night. It's, we can be flexible. It's not the end of the world. And most of the time, the kids will then have an apple at night. And it is what it is, right? And then play to your strengths. The strengths that we have are, I can quickly make a big pot of soup, throw it in baggies and toss it in the freezer. I'm pretty good at pulling soups together rather fast. My girls, they can make a mean pot of mac and cheese. So that to them is they can do. My little guy can even throw some chicken nuggets in a toaster oven. So that works for them. So you have to have those goals when we set it. How is it going to be flexible? How are you going to handle those obstacles when they pop up? Because they're going to pop up. Something's going to happen and you have to be prepared for that. And if you're not prepared for that, that's the time that you're on that keto diet that you're rolling through the McDonald's drive-thru. All diets going to hell. Now, if you're on a keto diet and you're stuck in that situation, you know, there are plenty ways that you can hit, um, you know, some of your uh, Wawa's now. You can grab some eggs. You can grab even a chef salad, something like that. And there's ways that we can manage around that. But that's what you have to figure out is if you're on this type of diet, what, when shit hits that fan, what are you going to do? How are you going to handle it? What's going to be that quick run through a drive through or run through um, a quick mark? What are you going to grab? How are you going to plan for it? Are you going to have food with you that you can take? And if you have that plan of action, that goal is so much more achievable. And then excuses don't matter because you've already given the excuse. You already have the answer for that excuse. So if you are thinking about setting a goal and you are trying to achieve health or any kind of goal setting, make sure that your plan of action is measurable, it's timely, it's achievable, and it's realistic. And also make sure it allows for that flexibility. It fits your values. And when shit hits the fan, how are you going to handle it? I'll talk to you next week, but don't forget to eat your effing veggies. Have a good one, guys.